This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good morning. It's time to get up with an overtime thriller. Eagles soar to 10 and 1. Is there anything that will stop them from flying back to the Super Bowl? Plus, Tomlin's team got another win. But was it the same old Steelers offense? How does Pittsburgh solve its problems now? And who saw this coming? Russ and the Broncos on a win streak? Could they actually ride to the playoffs? We got all that and more as we get up with you right now. Hey, good Monday morning. Welcome to Get Up. I'm Brian Custer in for Greeny here at the Seaport. Look, I got the boys are back. The Monday yeah. crew. They we in this thing. What's up, bro? <laughs> I love the fact that you guys match with your suits. Yeah, I love it. We actually do have Carolina blue on. Yeah, really cool. My shoes are better, but. Oh, there you go. Rex Ryan, RC. They are. (laughs) Hey, we got to get to the game of the night. Probably the game of the the year. Uh, Last night in Philly, Jalen Hurts, Eagles taking on Josh Allen in the Bills. No first meeting between these two QBs. Third quarter, Bills leading by three. Allen scrambling, doing what he did a lot in this game and scoring eighth game where he's thrown and run for a TD. Yeah, one of those I'm going to do it myself plays. The pump fake past the line of scrimmage gets another defender. Josh Allen was special in so many different ways last night. All right, let's get to the fourth quarter. And Jalen Hurts here. He's going to buy some time, and he's going to find Devontae Smith, who had a big game, big game for Devontae. Eagles baller. Three. I love that they set that play up and then the placement of the throw. But this is one of the plays of the game. Bradbury kind of paying attention throughout the game. Stephon Diggs in the slot. Makes a little bit of an educated guess. Steps in front. Gets a massive takeaway for his defense. Eight straight game with an interception for Josh Allen. And then the Eagles make him pay here. <laughs> Hurts. One look. of the best plays in Jalen Hurts' careers, man. Olamide Zacchaeus coming down with this. Oh, that's pretty. That's not luck, though, Cuss. Like, that is a, I'm going to throw my guy open to the only place that he can go catch it. You got to love the answer from Buffalo. A little ball fake. Gabe Davis replaces the defense. Beautiful touchdown. Hey, look, the Bills retake the league 31 28. You see Diggs mocked to the Eagles. Next Eagles drive, though. Devontae Smith again. That's another first down. Eagles on the edge of a field goal. So here we go. 25 seconds left. Jake Elliott from 59 yards out. It's in the rain, and that kick is pure. It's a killer. When you have a guy that you can count on in every position the way the Philadelphia Eagles do, you expect to make those plays. So we're going to overtime. Josh Allen, by the way, 0-5 in his career, Rex, in OT. But they get the ball first. And look, this game is over if he connects with Gabe Davis. And oh. oh. They, they can't do it. Right there. They would get the field goal. Bills would go up 34-31. So now the Eagles get a chance. It's Eagles ball now, and watch Hurts find Devontae Smith. It's another first down, Dan, and the Eagles are moving. Yeah, great trust and really nice job by Devontae of coming back to the football, making sure to get that catch. Then third and four, he does a really good job of sitting in that soft zone, 
easy conversion for this offense. Then they're going to hand it off to Devontae Swift, going to the right Swift, and then cut back all the way across the field for a huge chunk in the run game. All right, so next play here, Jalen Hurts here with the rock. And you know what? He's like, I might as well just do this myself. I'm fired up to break this one down. I'm, I'm really surprised that Buffalo played that defense. A beautiful call by Philadelphia offensively. Eagles win a thriller, 37-34 in OT. Here, Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen after the game. I just truly go out there and try and play to the standard and, and be the best that I can be for my team. And there are times today that I feel like I didn't do that, but when it mattered most, I feel like we did a good job of, of doing what we need to do. They're defending NFC champs for a reason. Um, they, made, they made plays tonight and made enough to, to win the game. Okay, so we, we got to take basically this entire segment to talk about this because this game was unbelievable. You look at what Jalen did. I mean, you talk about three TDs through the air. He gets two running the football. They are, what, I think their fifth straight win when they're trailing by double digits. Your single biggest takeaway from that game. Yeah, Philadelphia has a quarterback you just can't kill. I think that's the difference from them and so many teams. And they're the best second-half football team in, in the NFL. That's the game of the year. It, it was an MVP for performance from Jalen Hurts. And that's that conversation that gets around these quarterbacks so often. But if you just go to the end of the game, and then that overtime drive, we're talking about 8 of 12, 6 first downs. Mm. We're talking about 30 yards rushing with a touchdown. Can you be your best, your very best, when it's needed the most? This was a team that was playing without their right tackle, without their starting tight end. And when it comes to, like, the flow of the game, and we're not running the ball specifically well, and we're down, and Josh Allen is having an unbelievable game. RC said this a couple weeks ago, and, like, I think – me, in many ways, I think a lot of people were like, when R.C. said, there's not a better late-game, big-game quarterback in the NFL than Jalen Hurts, I brushed at it a little bit. And when you watch the last two weeks, you're going, okay. That's the, that's, that's the difference is Philadelphia has a quarterback that game on the line, fourth quarter, overtime, you put the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. There's a difference, man. And I think we get so caught up in looking at what Jalen Hurts' game is aesthetically, right? Is it the wild throws? Are there so many wild plays? Does he play above the X's and O's from a talent standpoint? And we start to kind of diminish what he accomplished. Yeah. And I told you this on Friday. We've always found ways to quantify quarterback plays by wins. Right, by stepping up in the clutch moments. In the yeah. last two years, what quarterback has stepped up as many times as Jalen Hurts? Nope. In the last two weeks, and facing who we probably all believe are the two most talented quarterbacks on planet Earth, Jalen Hurts made the plays to allow his team to win the football game. And let's be honest, in both of those games, you could say part of the reason that they are losing or they are down by double-digit double points or double-digit scores is because Jalen Hurts wasn't at his best. But when it sure. was time to be your best, when yeah. it was time to put your team on your back and win the game, Jalen Hurts did it again. And so now you're looking at the Philadelphia Eagles, and I know we talk all the time about how complete of a team it is. Right. It's not because there was no Lane Johnson, maybe a future Hall of Famer. Sure. There was no Dallas Goddard who has been the outlet for Jalen Hurts. It was Jalen Hurts and Brian Johnson trying to find a way to win the game when A.J. Brown was not being the MVP candidate yeah. he'd been the whole season. You find De- Devontae Smith. You find Zacchaeus in the back of the end zone. You use your legs. And I think the Philadelphia Eagles know that in their quarterback, they have a guy that can stand across from any quarterback in the entire NFL and not only be 
on the same tier, yeah. but be a step above and a level above, and not many people have that. Right, so hearing you talk, real quick before Rex goes, hearing you talk, when you say aesthetically, I think the thing that is interesting about Jalen is he is this dynamic athlete, but in those moments, yeah. when it comes to what it looks like, it's quiet, it's boring, it's slow, it's quiet, it's, it's almost composed. Tom Brady-ish, you know, where it's just like this, it's this death by a thousand paper cuts. It's this jab, 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 jab. Where when it's Patrick, it's wow. When it's Josh Allen, Whoa. it's wow. Honestly, though, no, like, look at his personality, though. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like, like Jalen Hurts, I, I have legitimately said, I think he's attempting to be boring as hell. Yeah. Right? Like, he's attempting to not be excited. Like, when you look at him after the kick, it's 59 yards, yeah. and he's just, he's just chilling. Like, you meet him after the game, he's like, man, you're a good brother, man. It's a pleasure to meet yeah. you. Like, he's actually too cool. Like, he shouldn't be a he should have been a kappa, right? right? Like, he's that smooth. But in those moments, it's that ability to be composed yes. and to be self-aware, yes. right? Most people finish the game like Jalen Hurts does, and he's excited, and he's talking about all the plays he's made. He's not excited because he's thinking he's focused on a championship. Yeah. And in order to get a championship, he knows he needs to be that Rex, let me hey, see this. I'm going to say something real quick about Jalen Hurts. He's a hired killer. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. who he is. Yeah. And so I like is that coach. That's what I was going to say. Coach if, is a hired killer. If you're a coach, he's at his best in in, in uh, the fourth quarter of games when he makes adjustments. Look at the run game. They they were getting their butts kicked. Yeah. We can say what we want. They were getting their butts kicked. By and while all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, coaching still matters. He makes the adjustment in the run game. DeAndre Swift was yeah. a beast in the fourth quarter and late in that game as well. So those two are at their very best. And to me, I was going to say this, Brian. This team has the championship medal. That's what they have. That's what separates them from everybody else. Certainly separates them from Buffalo because the one thing that team misses is they don't have that championship medal. And I'm going to tell you, you mentioned Tom Brady, all right? You love him too. I do love Tom Brady. (laughs) But I'm going to say this. This team reminds me of the old Patriots, meaning you think you got them. All right. Many times I sat over, we are, we got these dudes. Sure. We got them. They find a way to win it late in the game or we find a way to, to lose it. Yeah. And it was like, we didn't have it where they did. And the damnedest thing to me, it just, it, it drives me crazy. We're, we're going to talk a lot about these guys. And I'm happy you brought out that point because with the Eagles, they could play horrible for three quarters and still pull it out in the end. They continue to do this week after week. You made the great point when we were looking at that, that highlight. This game would have been over had he connected with Gabe Davis yeah. in overtime, and they don't. Josh Allen was asked about what happened between those two after the game. Here's Josh Allen on that. Yeah, it's an option route. Um, we're, we're there in zero, so we max protected it. Um, understanding, you know, they're coming to get me. I, I made a guess, and I guessed wrong. He said they guessed wrong. So, Dan, walk us through this. Yeah. What was Josh Allen seeing? What happened? Well, first of all, it goes to second down. You know, when they get second and ten and Josh Allen gets outside the pocket and he's getting chased by Jordan Davis. It's my favorite play of the game. In many ways, it's like it it, kind of seals the game for Philadelphia. He's running after Josh and and beats him to the corner, essentially, forces this third down (laughs) now. You're going to get all-out pressure, okay? (laughs) Meaning everyone's playing man coverage. If you're not playing man coverage, you're blitzing the quarterback. So you got to get the ball to your hands. You get a switch release. So you get – this is, as an offense, we win. And it's a decision between quarterback and wide receiver. You're playing off leverage. He can go either out to the corner or into a post. 
and Gabe guesses the out to the corner and Josh guesses the into the post. So you sit there and go like, who's to blame? No one. It's just, that's one, one, that's why the defense does that. The defense forces us as an offense to make the decision just a fraction of a second before we want to. And then quarterback and wide receiver, we have to see it the very same way at the very same moment. If that was a, if Josh could take one more step and hold it, Buffalo wins the game. Right. But he doesn't. If Gabe Davis could make that decision a fraction of a second sooner, Buffalo wins the game. But he doesn't. And that's the reason why that incompletion falls to the and ground. And that's the and reason and why Buffalo has lost more one-score games than yeah, any And, and also, too, though, also, too, it's actually a credit to what Josh was doing the entire day, which was taking what the defense gave him. 100%. He did the entire day. If that ball to the flat was open, he took it. How many third downs did we watch Josh Allen complete that pass? Or how many third downs did we see Josh Allen look down the field, not feel like he had the correct read or had an opportunity to make the throw, so he used his legs? And so what the Philadelphia Eagles decided was, we're going to take it out of Josh Allen's hands. Mm -hmm. We're going to take away his first read. We're, gonna, we're not going to give him the ability to run. And they're going to have to execute above the neck. And at that moment, they didn't. At that moment, they were on different pages. But that's what championship teams do. Yeah. Championship teams execute in that moment. Championship quarterbacks execute in that moment. And this is not to the Bills Mafia to say that Josh Allen wasn't the best player on the field yesterday he because he was. Yeah. But how do we quantify greatness at that position? Nobody looks at Tom Brady and says that he's the greatest of all time because he was the most talented right. of all time. It was when the team around him gave him an opportunity to be in the biggest moments, he was at his best. He was better than he was in the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter. We have not seen Josh consistently right. be better in that one moment. And that doesn't take away from the fact that without him, his team isn't there. But last night, it was the tale of two quarterbacks with opportunities to make winning plays given what their team provided them. And I felt like Jalen did it just a notch above last night in the most critical moments, and that's why they went. Rex, your thoughts? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I look at it this way. If, you know, Josh, they actually had the protection. If he could have just held it a split second Fraction. longer right. and know that – because he sets as an option route. And what, what – the thing that gets me is generally when you have an outbreaking route against cover zero, you usually have a seven with it. Right. So I was surprised that he had the option to, to go inside or outside. But to me – I just thought he would drop it over there and, and it'd be a touchdown. We'd be talking about how he's the guy. Like, because to me, that dude was an absolute beast in this game. Yeah. Like, an yeah. absolute let's, beast. Rex, let's this say game. this. Let's say this. Philadelphia had the clutch quarterback. Josh was the best player in the field. Yes. Yeah. Josh yeah, was the best player in the NFL yesterday. I said right. that. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and, but the thing is this, though, there's not, this isn't the first time we've ever said that about Josh Allen. No. Right? We've said many times that Josh Allen today was the best player in the yeah. NFL. We had stretches where we felt that when is that going to be a championship for Josh Allen? I, I, and when like, are they going to close? Listen, we, we, we got so much more we're going to delve Artie's into this thing. But we're going to take a right. break. Because coming up, uh, how about Patrick Mahomes? You want to talk about somebody else who was good? And the Chiefs, they are back on track after yesterday's win. Are they still the team to beat in the AFC? Plus, hey, RC, the Steelers won a game. We got but 99 they still problems. got huge problems <laughs> on the offense. offense. Still won. <laughs> Our two <laughs> crews all fired up. It's get up. It's Monday here on ESPN. The offense.
Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Delicious, meat nutritious. In the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, Get Up is brought to you by PlayStation 5. Feel it now on PlayStation 5. Welcome back to Get Up. More NFL highlights. How about the Chiefs and the Raiders? We picked this game up in the second quarter. Raiders up 7-0. And uh, Josh Jacobs had himself a day, especially early on. Ran for a buck. Ten and this one, 63 yards. To stiff arm and run away from the drop down safety. RC just mentioned that stiff arm, huge 14 nothing lead right out the gate for the Raiders. All right, so second quarter, same score. Isaiah Pacheco gets the handoff. Hey, Chiefs are on the board. It's 14-7. Yeah, they got into some rhythm offensively. Really good job. I love this. You get 14-7 down into like a strike area. You go reverse flea flicker and then you find Kelsey down the right sideline. Hey, look. Trickeration sets the Chiefs up in the red zone. The Third and goal, yeah. home ground, get up off the ground. He was so mad. Away. Put your hands together for Mr. <laughs> Justin Watson. And we go into the half tied up at 14. So let's go now to the third quarter. Run and it. Pacheco again, 55 oh, yards on the ground. Two TDs for him. He was sassy. A good job finding a way to get him down into the red zone. And then Rasheed Rice was really a big story of this game. Third down, they get a bunch of different crossers for the defense, get the ball out in front, and you see some of his physical talent with the ball in his hands. Did catch his 107 yards. Chiefs win this one 31-17. Hey, by the way, Andy Reid passes Hank Stram. He's now got the most regular season wins for a Chiefs coach, 125. You know, when you look at it, Rex, Patrick Mahomes, from my numbers here, 15-11 and 11 when trailing by double digits in his career. Best record for any starting quarterback since 1950. Your biggest takeaway from the Chiefs win. It's that time of year. 
<laughs> and nobody's better than Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. And here's a, here's a stat from him to prove it. If you take from week 12 on, yeah. all right, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid together are 26 and four. Mm. <laughs> they good, figure right? it out. And, and like, look, this offense showed up, right? Yeah. Showed up. Why? Because it's that time. This is the time when Andy Reid knows his football team. You mentioned Rice. You get Pacheco going down, especially yeah. in the red zone. This is when they show up. And, and usually the defense progresses too. But with this football team, the defense has been there all season. Yeah. So it, it's kind of strange right there. But that's why to me, uh-oh, it's that time. Yeah, you don't want to play. You know, your biggest takeaway. It's Rasheed Rice. And it's not just Rasheed Rice by himself. It's like how they're going to use him. And I think they're trying to figure out, or they have figured out, what he excels at. Don't make him stop his feet. Like, get him on the move because then the drops are going to go away and then you get his athleticism. This is earlier in the game. He's the outside guy just on a shallow cross. His feet don't stop. There's no potential drop. Third and eight, he catches the ball in stride. There's the strength. Now, this is the touchdown. Again, third down. This is just another shallow cross. The drop doesn't present itself. He gets the run away from a defender. He takes a four-yard throw into a 40-yard touchdown because his speed and his strength. But then also, like, the way that they can use him to replace Kelsey. They flip Kelsey and him here. He's the inside guy. Kelsey's the outside guy. Usually, Kelsey's the inside guy because you want to help with the blocking. Rasheed's big enough to do that. Now, Kelsey can become the primary pass catcher. And this is something where if Rasheed's able to do some of that chip stuff because he's big enough, kind of like Juju did last year, Kelsey can become a little bit more of an integral part of the game. So it's, and again, in Germany, they were saying, we got to figure out the roles for our guys. And I think you saw Rasheed Rice, if you make him stop his feet in his routes, then the, route, the, the drops are going to be an issue. But if you can just get him on the move, the drops go away, and then his physical talent presents itself. That's a big part for them. So, my brother, when we looked at the Chiefs last week, all we were talking about were drops, number yeah. one. And then what can they do offensively when they don't have Kelsey because no one else can step up? Would you, would they you they, they, they still dropped it yesterday. He yeah. had a drop. Yeah. 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 He had uh, one that was a tough catch, and, and then he dropped it. But I think the point that Dan makes about not stopping his feet he wants to get running so badly, yeah. right? He wants yeah. to use yeah. the yards after the catch that he's sometimes moving before he catches the football. But what I liked was Matt Nagy and Andy Reid finally started to call plays like Patrick Mahomes wasn't the best player in the world. They started to be creative. They started to get the football in their playmakers' hands. I've been asking the entire season, where's the screen game yep. to Isaiah Pacheco? Listen, you got a dude that runs like he's broke. Then feed him. Give him an opportunity to get the ball in space. There was the pass to Travis Kelsey, and then you feed him on a flea flicker reverse. Why? Because you're trying to give him opportunities to get down the field when he's not able to create them himself right now. Yeah. And I love the fact that they took a they took accountability, right? They, they, they were self-aware. They self-scouted, and they said, how are we helping our quarterback and our skilled players? And then they put things in place to do that, and that's why you come back from two touchdowns down against the Las you, Vegas you, you know, it's crazy. Hembo sent me this stat. When it comes to yards after the catch per reception, mm -hmm. Rasheed Rice is number one in the NFL. Wow. He's averaging eight yards, yards after the catch. When he does catch it, that's above, like, Debo Samuel and all that. So, to RC's point, it's like trying to find 
where these guys excel at, I think your point of him wanting to get the ball he wants to get going. is such a, like a, a pivotal point because as long as you can make it easy for him, and that's where Nagy and Andy Reid come in, it makes it easy for them. And I love Pacheco. I mean, this guy's like a buck yeah. 50, but he runs like he's Earl Campbell. Run mad. He <laughs> run, I'm telling you, he run like he broke. He's stomping the ground out. All right, coming up, Mike Tomlin. His squad got another uh, win. But it was that same old Steelers offense, RC. How does Pittsburgh solve those problems now? I watched a quarterback go to two AFC championships playing like this in New York with Rex. I ain't tripping. All right, Russ, he's <laughs> cooking now. Can he and the Broncos ride all the way to the playoffs? Hey, don't sleep on Denver. It's get up here on the SBS. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Welcome back to Get Up, ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN for exclusive offers with your favorite ESPN personality. Sign up for the ESPN Bet app. All users get $200 in bonus bets after making any sports what? bet. What? Yeah. Download the app right now. Sign up today. They ain't going to give me what no a commercial, play. no way. How about Steelers? Bengals. Eddie Faulkner <laughs> in his first game as the Pittsburgh interim offensive coordinator. Picking up first quarter here. RC, no score. Kenny Pickett. Looking to Deontay Johnson and Deontay. It's a touch. Got him. No. Oh. Come up. Honestly, hey. though, this is a great play by DJ Turner. Way to finish through the end zone. You have to control the catch through the ground. Well, check this out here, guys. Next play. It's third and two here for the Steelers. Uh, Jalen Warren fumbles the football. Turner, who we just talked about, recovers the ball for the Bengals. But what is Deontay Johnson doing, you say? First off, you see the effort on the block, though? Like terrible. He has hands what? on DJ Turner. Oh, no, he doesn't. Watch Deontay Johnson here. Let's come in right here. He's not even looking. And look, go make a play. Go go after the guy. Mm. You know, sometimes you don't see it, I guess. Uh, okay, I guess not. That's what he said. Uh, Jake Brown, he got the start for Joe Burrow, and his pass. 
picked off by Trenton Thompson. Listen, this is a late wow. zone to the flat. He playing the hook, hooks through the curl, gets the pick. You saw how upset Jake Browning was after this throw. Autumn oh, Steelers capitalized. Najee Harris runs it in. Harris at 99 yards in that touchdown. This swole Darnell Washington <laughs> to the fourth quarter. Bengals <laughs> down 13-7. You know what? It's T.J. Watt time. Well, I mean, need to block him. Doesn't he do this every single game? You give him an opportunity to close, and that's exactly what he does. And the Steelers went ugly again, 16-10. Here's Mike T. after the game. I'm not trying to paint with a broad brush and, and act like Eureka. You know, we did what we need. We did what we needed to do to win the day, and we'll keep pushing. All right, so for the Steelers now, look, it's their third win in their last four games, especially after they started, what, four and three. They snapped that 10-game streak where they've been outgained by every opponent. From an offensive standpoint, did you see anything different? No. <laughs> anything. <laughs> anything different. No. I mean, other than Pat Frymuth, and, and like they did throw the ball down the middle of the field a little bit and the connection with the tight ends, that certainly certainly showed up, but the lack of details was still permanent. The predictability was still permanent. All right, a couple things. First of all, this is a little flow pass. You want to take the, the ball to the flat, to the corner, and then we have a mesh backside. In the mesh, some person's on the top, some person is on the bottom. Do these guys look, know, look like they know who's on top and on the bottom? No. So now the quarterback on first and ten, we're just trying to get five yards. It's not There's bunk bed, man. Okay, <laughs> now we're saying another miscommunication between the quarterback and wide receiver. Quarterback throws one route, wide receiver throws another route. That's been the story of this season. How many times does this have to continue to be itself in Pittsburgh? Poor decisions. Okay, we go for a play-action pass. The, the b- guy over the middle of the ball is wide open. That's in your vision as a quarterback. We kick it to the flat for a minus five-yard gain. So instead of a first down, it's third and ten. So the, the predictability still was a little bit there. The lack of details was still there. Very shotgun-centric, still there. No play-action pass tied to the run game, still there. Now, I said last week, this was a big fix. It certainly showed Bro, like you know that what you're the type of dude, though? Go to somebody's house, yeah. say you thirsty, yeah. they give you water. You like, you ain't got no Gatorade. Like, why can't we be happy, Dan? <laughs> you score no why you, like, that like, why you got to be a, a Debbie Downer? You scored 16. Why? But you, you're letting facts get in the way of happiness, Dan. <laughs> right? What I want to come here and do is be happy. Yeah. You happy about that? Right? One? You know why? Because the first, for the first time since we hired Matt Canada, we got 400 yards. 400 yards. Did get 400 it, it could, yards. Hey, 422 it's to a be Incidents, I guess, yeah. that we also fired him last week. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, in, in truth. That, Pat Fryermuth there. In, in truth, though, one was getting Pat Fryermuth back and healthy. This is his second week back off of the IR. It was using the, 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 the inside of the numbers to be able to attack downfield. What I did like was late in the game, they went to people. Right, not to plays. They got the ball in George Pickens' hands. They got the ball in the hands of Najee Harris. Najee right. Harris finally looked like a number one running back right. yesterday. Yeah. And so I think that all of those things are positive. The other piece of it is you find a way to win. And so now it's about developing some consistency, finding a way to get on some of the P's and Q's that allow you to be detailed in what you do offensively. And we have to remember, this is still Matt Canada's offense. Yes. This is still Matt Canada's implementation from the last two years. So it's going to take time for Faulkner and Sullivan to put their imprint on it. There was at least a level of confidence that seemed like addition by subtraction. It almost seemed like this team said, let me show you what we can do if we aren't coached by him. 
if I'm Kenny Pickett, let me show you I can push the football down the field yeah. if I'm allowed to. Think about the throw to Deontay Johnson in the first half. Now you get the slot scene to, to George Pickens in the second. It wasn't perfect, and you can't expect it to be. Right. But to, to, to sit here and say that it wasn't better, at least at a level of aggression, I think would be to sort of diminish what they were able so, to do. So, Coach, what is Mike Tomlin thinking after, after watching this performance here? Because before we were thinking, oh, it's just the offensive coordinator. Then other people were like, well, maybe it's Kenny Pickett. What is he thinking about this Steeler team and how far they can go? Well, I, I think first off, what – what I think he's going to be happy with is they had much more energy, I thought. Yes. And so when they made the change with Ken, it's almost like they're going, hey, man, we stink. Like, we got no chance. Mm. At least now, I don't care if it's the same place. Got a different guy calling them. They, they seem to be a little more energized with the exception of one player. And, and the reason he won is because he dropped the dang sure touchdown pass and he got ticked off. He played right. himself in fantasy football. But anyway, <laughs> that's stupid. what I think. And, <laughs> and to me, it's like, but Mike Thomas got to be fired up. I, and the number, and I know it's just a number now, but you're over 400 yards for the first time, and yes. I don't know when. Sure. Okay, yes. so that's a positive thing. The defense has been beast in all season. So, Look, they had a great chance to make the playoffs and things like that, and hopefully they can get a little bit better each week. they got to get better with their details on offense. Their defense is very detail-oriented. Their offense is not right now. Right. That matters. Welcome to Pittsburgh. Let's talk about a team talking about getting better. Uh, let me take you out to Denver. Let's ride. Browns and Broncos. Pick it up in the second quarter. Broncos up 7-0. Uh, Russ. To his right, get in the end zone. You talk about let's ride. They're up 14 to six at yeah. this point. Uh, let's get to the fourth quarter now, and PJ Walker in for DTR. And what, what are you doing here? They were trying to get cute. PJ Walker is a guy that has one football game. DTR is injured with a concussion. Give him an opportunity to do what he does without putting your team at a deficit. And all of a sudden, the Broncos get the football back. And you know what? How about Russ? Mm. I mean, I got time using his legs, mm. using it gets out of the pocket, and then. It's a dart. Adam Trotman. How about the catch, though? Review. How about the catch? The Broncos win their fifth straight, 29 to 12. Wilson, by the way, 13 to 22, 134, and a tutty. And after starting the season one and five, one and five, Broncos have now won five straight. They're the fifth team in the Super Bowl era, which basically dates back to 1966, to win five straight immediately after starting the season one and five. So, I mean, when you look at this, in your opinion, Dan, what specifically you think keyed Denver's turnaround here now? I think specifically to this run and yesterday, Russell's been unbelievable, unbelievable. on third down, kind of creating something out of nothing, using his legs to keep plays alive. Their defense has been awesome. The run game has been unique, but it's third and eight. This is awesome of him hanging in the pocket and finding Cortland Damn. Sutton on the big cross. After a fumbled snap. Absolutely. Yeah. And then here's another one. Hang, hang. Go create. Look at his eyes. Stay downfield. I mean, this is vintage rush. It really mm -hmm. is. And so that leads to another touchdown. And then this Trotman one. Four-man rush. Hey, this is six, seven seconds. You guys remember the Lamar Jackson play versus the Detroit, Detroit Lions yeah. that we all raved about? That seconds. one's not all that different. There's another yeah. six or seven seconds. So I, I think it's fascinating to see how Sean Payton has taken Russell 
and allowed him to be Russell. Yeah. Like the, the playmaker, the big play down the field, third down, use your legs to go create while also making him an advanced version when it comes to checkdowns and being patient and getting the ball out of your hands. Again, the run game was fascinating yesterday with some of the, the traps and the whams that they had, and their pass rush was really good. But it really is about like allowing Russell to be almost like an elevated version of who he was in Seattle. Yeah. Tell me this. Yep. You know this. Come on. Why does our community and culture love Russell Wilson? Because they think that he's Sierra. a great husband to Sierra, right? Yeah. You know what great husbands are? They coachable as hell. Because yeah. we are stupid, yes. right? But yes. we sit at home and our wife says, you <laughs> yes. know what? Maybe if you did this, we would get along better. Right. Oh, you don't like me complaining? Well, if you did this, I then complain. I wouldn't complain. complain. And so a good husband goes, you know what? I don't really want to do this. I'm never going to want Let to wash you. the dishes, but I hear you and I can get it done. You know what happened with the marriage between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson said, tell me what you need, coach. What you need from me is to protect the football. What you need from me is to not take unnecessary sacks. And when I get an opportunity to use my legs, to use my talent, the things that I've been good at my entire career, you want me to do that without putting the team in harm's way. And that's what Russell Wilson did. Not on first and second down. Not on first and second down. On third down. Not in the beginning of the first quarter, but at the end of the half. Not in the beginning of the third, but at the end of the game. When you need me to be above the X's and O's. And that's what Russell Wilson has done. You're not going to look at a Russell Wilson stat line this year and say that's vintage Rush. Russ, that, that's Russ that cooked in Seattle. But what you are going to see is that Russ is doing what is expected of him and required of him to win the games that his team allows him to be in. And that's the point we all wondered, could Russell Wilson get to? No I feel like he's checked his ego. He's shown his humility, and he's now reinvented himself that has you saying, if you're Sean Payton or the Waltons, this is our quarterback of the next two to three years. 20 passing touchdowns, just four interceptions. Right now, Russell Wilson has the best TD interception ratio in the entire NFL. Rex, their defense now, four straight games with three takeaways. Boy, they got joked when they got put a 70-burger on them yeah, by Miami. Absolutely ridiculous. All of a sudden now, they're the defense that keeps taking the football away. Can they make the playoffs? Absolutely. Yeah. This team is going to make the playoffs. And uh, about this defense, all right, in particular, they have five-game win streak. All right, they've turned the ball over three times on offense. They have 16 takeaways in the last five games. 16 plus 13. Yeah. That's how you win games. Yep. And look, when do they show up? They play good red zone defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Throughout the field, they're terrible. Still, 32nd in the league um, in, in, in yards per, you know, uh, per game. But they're getting takeaways, and they're playing red zone defense. Yeah. And that's a compliment. And by the way, Russell Wilson, I just want to add one thing about Russell Wilson. I think we forgot how competitive Russell Wilson is. Sure. Russell Wilson, the competitor, had, was in a no-win situation when he went to that, that garbage they went through last year in Denver. And it was all on him. He's like, oh, yeah? Um, what's he do? He got in as good a shape as he can possibly be in, mm-hmm. right? That's on Russell Wilson. Yeah. All right, now I got, a, I got a real NFL quarterback, one of the best play callers in the history of the game. That's my guy. That's how he's playing. But don't think for a What's minute that Russell Wilson – oh, their schedule. We, we got it up here. Yeah. I believe Kansas we City. got this. Yeah. Is it easy to next – It's easy. There he is. Check it out. There it is. Ooh, so at Houston. Is. I mean, there's, what, two games there that you sit there and go, we'll see? At Houston, at Detroit – other than that, you're looking at wins. They're going to yeah, make yeah. the playoffs. I mean, come on. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to win 10 games. Minimum. That's what I mean. They're, they're making the playoffs. 
Well, listen, you know they're who they're chasing. They're chasing because coming up, they're chasing the Chiefs. They're chasing the Ravens. And they might be the current front runners. I'm talking about the Chiefs and the Ravens for the AFC's best. But there's a sneaky, dangerous team that you need to look out for. We're going to tell you who that is. That's next here on Get Up. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back. Time to run the hurry up around a busy NFL Sunday. Dano, Jacksonville beat Houston to prove to 8-3. You buying stocks in them Jags. Ben, quietly the best team in the NFL. Two reasons. Their head coach, he's got an unbelievable feel for the game. Kind of haymaker punches after the other team scores. Their quarterback is stepping into that, hey, I'm a difference maker stratosphere. His legs, big completions. Christian Kirk's the ideal slot guy. Big balls down the field to Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley at the line of scrimmage. Their defense and the unique pass rush off their defense quarter and Mike Caldwell. That's quietly because like, we don't talk about them. Yeah. Best team in the NFL. You, you, the crazy mm. thing to me, Noop, is when you look at it, 5-1 and one against teams above 500. Yeah. Yeah. They can go. They have won Eight straight on the road. Longest streak in the NFL. Well, what, what they're doing is they're winning the difficult games. And uh, people are going to look at that San Francisco drumming and think yes. to themselves, this isn't the team that they've shown to be over the last few weeks. Trevor Lawrence is playing at extremely high level. They can rush the passer. And now offensively, everyone is fitting into their role. We know that Calvin Ridley is the number one. But you can see the level of comfort that Trevor Lawrence has with not only Christian Kirk, but also Evan Ingram. Yes. And now AT in explosiveness out of the backfield, this is going to be a very difficult team to beat down. Is this the a sneaky, dangerous, most dangerous team in the AFC? Yeah, I don't think there's a, there's a question. And, and look, you have to have a closer to finish games as a pass rusher. They got a guy named Josh, Josh, Allen. Allen. Josh Allen. Oh, the, other Josh. the other Josh. The other Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. That other Josh oh, Allen. Oh, by the way, because you got the T.J. Watt in Pittsburgh, this dude ain't far behind him. I don't know what the numbers are, but Himbo will – I'm sure tell me later, but he's right up yeah. there with them, and he's a closer, and that's what you have. And, to if, have. and be honest, they're only a sneaky team because they're Jacksonville. 100%. Right. If, if, right. if it was a different logo on their helmet, we would be talking about them more and in a different light. And they're deep. They're deep. I'm telling you, they can get on the field and with multiple tight ends, yeah. ETN, Tank Bigsby. Yep. Zay Jones is really good for them. So, like, we're, we're talking about a football team that is very deep. And, if like, this is the thing that matters when it comes to Doug Peterson. I talked about this. One ball coming out of the quarterback's hands and getting into empty. I mean, this team loves getting to empty. And, RC, you know this. Like, they'll take their back and they'll put them out there. And Trevor Lawrence knows if it's man or zone, and the ball comes out of his hands quickly, and then they'll go, like if two separate occasions yesterday, Houston scores. Mm -hmm. Very first play, they come back with a shot. Jacksonville does. Hit a huge chunk. You grab momentum back later in the game. Houston scores. Very first play, they come back with a shot. Grab the momentum back. Yeah. That matters when it comes to like your head coach having a great. Feel also, Tudo, that's like that's a killer. 
Right? Totally. Like, yeah, you, you hit me with a haymaker. I'm not going to go defensive. I'm coming right back with the same sort of energy. Right. And I think that's huge for this team. They so. went on the road, and there's no team that has more 40 more plus yard big chunk plays yeah. than the Jacksonville yep. Jaguars. That's Man. how they get it done. Talk about some ugly football. How about the Giants? Oh. They came on. Yeah. Beat the Patriots 10-7. Yeah. Um, who was the biggest winner out of this? Oh, paper? the biggest winner. Let me tell you who it was. It was the entire country because the homeboy over here, another <laughs> wasted draft pick from 63% field goal made, and we're going to play for the tie, Bill Belichick? Really? Okay. And he trots out there. Boom. There it goes. We all won because we hey, never had we, to watch this we game in overtime. Again? Right here. That's what he did. Right there. Another great draft pick by Belichick and company. They, the, uh, the, but, yeah, it saved us all from having to watch that thing in overtime. Yeah, we spent the week talking, who's going to start? Mac Jones got pulled, basically, after a couple of zappy throws a pick. Brian, can I just say this? Bill Belichick, please stop. Just name your dang starter. It doesn't matter. They both stink. Whether it's Zappy, Pea Shooter Jones, we don't care. They stink. Just, just go ahead and save the drama. Like, we care about your team. Your team stinks. And, and, and I will say this. The, they do stink. The, the, the separation of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady has provided us with so much. Mm -hmm. right? We've learned so much about Tom Brady now that he got to step away from the Patriot way yeah. and open up about his mindset. Mm -hmm. And now you start to see that so much for those two decades was based off of his mindset, based off of his work ethic, his ability to be coachable. And so now when you look at this team, you see the indecisiveness of Bill Belichick when you don't have that guy. You mm -hmm. see him trying to pull at straws to figure out ways to get these ingredients that he has selected himself to make a good pot of gumbo. Yeah. And he can't do that. And so now it's going to have to be the question. If it, it feels like Bill Belichick earned the right to walk away, yeah. sure. he should truly be thinking about walking away from the Patriots. Yeah, two things. Okay. One, Mac Jones is broken. Mm. Everyone knows my feelings on Mac Jones. Yep. He's broken. You should sit him. This year is is a yeah. complete, he's he's broken down. Two, you can say whatever about me that you want. If you watch the end of that game, they get down into field goal range right around the 30-yard line with like a minute to go, settle. and settle. they completely play for a game-tying field goal. Yep. They have two wins. Mm -hmm. So again. Say whatever you want. I'm implying whatever you think I'm implying. Mm -hmm. To get down and two win team, and not try to go, go win that way. game. You're right. That's but then, who that on that team gets ridiculous. to go to Bill Belichick, go to Bill O'Brien, and say, trust me, you don't trust anybody. Nobody gets but to walk up to don't you try the... to go win the game? Of course. Yeah, I Absolutely. think you try to go win the game, but you're gun shy, right? You're scared because you know that you can't. You're scared they're going to throw it to the other team. And the thing is, it actually don't matter because you ain't good anyway. Right, you got two wins. So it's like that's my thing is I, I understand your point, Darcy, but – you have whether you win or like if you lose, it's just another loss. Hey. You do all that work to try to go win the game, and when you watch it live, you're going, wait, why aren't they trying to throw the ball? Right. They totally said we're gonna try to tie the game with a minute to go. Yeah, no, I was crazy. I mean, this this team plays like they're exhausted. Mm. And the Patriot way, that's it. Mm -hmm. It exhausts these kids. That's true. And Tom Brady was the only reason you won anyway. All right, I'm just telling you the difference. Brady was My boy Rex difference. Wow. I said from jump, they would never win again. Wow. I said they would never win again when that guy trotted down to Tampa. Yeah. All right, when it came out. All right, because I know how draining that is to those kids. 
And that, that is what you're facing right now. You pick all the players, you do all this. Bill Belichick, greatest in the history, I will never dispute that, okay? I had my ass kicked by him a million times. But if you think for a minute that it wasn't about Tom Brady, you're absolutely crazy. Wow. I think, and I think you've seen that every assistant that has tried to take that blueprint and take it somewhere, somewhere else, else, it's failed. It has not worked. And they exhaust that yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, hey, don't forget, we got Monday Night Football, and it features an <laughs> NFC North matchup. You got Josh Dobbs and those Vikings as they host Justin Fields and the Bears at 8 Eastern, ABC, ESPN, and ESPN Deportes. All right, coming up, it is back to really the game of the year. Is there anything that can stop those Eagles from fly, Eagle, fly to the Super Bowl again? We'll discuss. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 